great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Right out the gate, I want to start the show this morning by saying happy birthday to a strong supporter of the program and of 77 WABC. Her name is Tammy Tucci. And Tammy, I wanted to be the first one to wish you, my dear friend, happy birthday. She is such a wonderful person. Happy birthday, Tammy. It's your special day. Life is short for all of us. So, Tammy, the day belongs to you. Enjoy it. And that's from all of your friends here at 77 WABC. And we can't forget our call screener as well. Happy birthday, Kenneth. And, uh, hey, Kenneth, put, uh, put, put on your, open your mic, you and Matt, for a second there. So I, I want to know from the birthday boy, before I even get into the uh, topics this morning, I see Alex over there. Uh, get Alex a mic as well. So, Kenneth, what what are you uh, what are you doing for your, doing for your birthday? I think I'm going to head out to either White Plains or the Stanford, Connecticut bars tonight, <laughs> and just bar hop. Dom. I'll be I'll be waiting for you to show up too. <laughs> you you can tell you guys are young, and I'm I'm middle aged, and you're vibrant, and so on. So you're gonna hit the bars on what? What's that row on White Plains where all the bars are? Mamaroneck Avenue. Ah, Mamaroneck Avenue. So See that. Not- See that? No hesitation. He knew exactly <laughs> what you were talking about. He was ready. He's got it all planned out. I see. Well, happy birthday, Kenneth, uh, and thank you for all that you do. And and happy birthday uh, to Tammy. Um, maybe maybe I can get her to call into the program this morning if she's listening uh, and wish her a happy birthday in person. And now let's get on to the uh, program. And, of course, Matt, thanks to you and thanks to Alex as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So the migrant situation again tonight. Officials in sanctuary cities seem to have one thing to say, praising the migrant situation when it's the problem of somebody else, when it's the problem of a Republican official, but not so fast when it's dropped in their laps in their backyard. Seems to be quite a different story. You have to admit, it's a genius move. Migrants dropped off in Martha's Vineyard and outside the vice president's residence. But I want to start with this. And maybe, 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 This is the beginning of holding parents responsible for their children. Can you imagine the world we might live in if parents were actually 
responsible, held accountable for the actions of their children. You may recall, I told you about an incident a few months ago in the Los Angeles area. Girls basketball game in which one of the uh, young ladies, her father, played in the NBA. Well, that's the girl that was angry for whatever reason. She had attempted a jump shot or something like that. The girl naturally defending her. So they're running back up court, and she just turns and clotheslines the other girl knocking her down, knocking her unconscious, giving her a concussion. The video, it's very easy to find out online. It's so bad that the district attorney in Orange County held the mom responsible. Can you imagine that? A situation where a district attorney is holding someone responsible? This is the way it was all set up. I want you folks to listen to this on KABC-TV. When video of that sucker punch hit the airwaves, it spurred a wave of outrage. And today, the Orange County District Attorney says he is filing charges against the attacking girl's mother. Now, this happened at a youth basketball game in Garden Grove back on November 7th. The video shows the daughter of former NBA player Corey Benjamin punching 15-year-old Lauren Ham, sending her to the floor. An attorney representing the Ham family says the girl suffered a concussion as well as emotional and academic stress from the incident. Now, since the punch, another video emerged showing the girl attacking other players as well. Since she is a juvenile, we are not naming her. But today, Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer held a conference call with the media announcing that he will be charging the girl's mother, 44-year-old Latria Shanti Hunt, with contributing to the delinquency of a minor and battery. Spitzer says his office enhanced the video and audio and confirmed that Hunt ordered her daughter to attack Ham. So mommy was behind it. Mom, being the tremendous role model, was behind all of this. And as that reporter said, video started to surface of this had happened before. The same um, stocky uh, young lady uh, turning and hitting other players with with big punches because she was not happy with something that happened in the game. I don't know if she felt the pressure of her NBA dad, and her NBA dad, by the way, denounced the mother and said that he did not raise his daughter that way. So now Tara, Tara Hunt, the mother, has been ordered to pay $9,000 in restitution to the victim. The mother, after they enhanced the video and listened to the audio, the mother essentially says, and don't don't hold me to this quote, but the mother essentially says, hit her. Get her. And that's exactly what her daughter did. Mom was facing misdemeanor charges of contributing to the delinquency of a minor and battery over the incident. She could have faced a year in prison if convicted, but instead was entered into a diversion program. And in addition 
to the restitution. The mother is required to send written apologies to the victim and her parents, must stay away from the victim and attend anger management classes. The young lady that was attacked, her mother, Alice Ham, says, of course, I was in total shock. Just couldn't believe that was happening to my child. We are going to be taking your telephone calls on this, the race for governor in New York, and the migrant situation as far as Martha's Vineyard and the vice president's residence, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So in a minute, I'm going to Reno, Nevada, to speak to John. But first, the governor's race in New York. I am telling you, folks, Governor Hochul need be treading very carefully, I've got a funny feeling about this race. When I get these funny feelings, strange things happen. When I had this feeling before, Bloomberg, for all of his money, in the past, which had not worked with wealthy candidates, Bloomberg was elected over Mark Green. And Mark Green was supposed to be the shoe-in after he won the Democratic uh, primary, a a hotly contested one, over Fernando Ferrer. So Lee Zeldin, the Republican candidate, has an ad out, his most recent ad, that is quite effective. Hochul needs to stop this Rose Garden strategy of trying to ignore Zeldin. It's not working. The visuals, I wish that you could see the visuals uh, uh, through the radio, but the visuals in the ad are so devastating of real crimes, bears repeating, real crimes being committed in New York State. Gunshots at close range, punches, all on video, attacks. I want you to take a listen to this Zeldin ad where he's going after Governor Hochul on the issue of crime. There's no question that this fear of crime is real. Then without warning, he turns violent and continues. You're looking at actual violent crimes caught on camera in Kathy Hochul's New York. And it's getting much worse. On Kathy Hochul's watch, on November 8th, vote like your life depends on it. It just might. Lee Zeldin for governor, because it's time our families feel safe again. Vote like your life depends on it. The tagline in the ad, it just might. If that doesn't resonate, I don't know what will. Governor Hochul, if you're not careful, I don't know who's advising you, but they are giving you bad advice. It may have worked for for Biden to stay in his basement and not say anything. It's not going to work from you. The the enrollment numbers, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to beat out the clock. And, And I get it. I get it. But Zeldin is building momentum. 
and crime is completely out of control. And people cannot take it anymore. When there is a situation like like the one we're in right now, it normally points to a change. And if Governor Hoku continues this Rose Garden strategy come November 8th, she may be giving a concession speech. Remember what I said. I mentioned uh, that we were going to start with John in Reno, Nevada. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? John, are you with me? John? Okay, John. John's not paying attention there. Let's go to uh, Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Hochul will win. New York, the people are brain dead. They will vote Democrat no matter what. And I hate to have to say this, but what I'm going to say, you know, to be the truth. The black vote in New York is very, very powerful. And black people will never, never, ever vote Democrat. It's a sad wait, fact. Wait, wait, wait. You, you, meant, you meant black people who never vote Republican, Michael. Republican, rather. <laughs> okay. They'll always okay. vote Democrat. Okay, go ahead. It's a sad thing to say, but it, it, it goes on and on and on. Look at some of the cities where black people are being murdered in massive numbers, and they'll keep voting in the same black mayors. And you know what? They don't realize that these black mayors don't give a damn about them. Now, if you were to ask Grace, Grace, what do you think of Giuliani? She would say, oh, I don't like him. What do you think of de Blasio? Oh, I like him. You can't. It doesn't go into their head. Giuliani saved more black people's lives than anyone else. De Blasio caused the death of more black people more black people than anyone else, but they'll keep voting Democrat. That's a fact of life. It will never change. It will never, never change. And that's why I say to you, New York is dead and buried. It's gone. It's finished. Well, and you know it in your heart. The hope that you had that Mayor <laughs> Adams would, would save the city. Hey, hey, Michael, Michael, I just took a breath to respond, and, and then you you just kept going. You didn't I'll give keep me quiet a, now. Let me hear you <laughs> No, no, no. I, I wish that I could disagree with you. I really do. But you're right. I want you to be wrong, but you're right. I want to be wrong. And, I but, want to be but, wrong. I want, I want people to come to their senses and say, we've had enough. We're the victims of crime. We've had enough. We want a law and order candidate like Giuliani, like Bloomberg. We want someone who's going to protect us. It's not going to happen. Well, I, Michael, I, I, I thank you for the call. But, but I do feel, remember, you have a majority of the vote in the uh, governor's race in New York coming from New York City. But don't forget, there's a thing called upstate. And what does not, what does not work in Zeldin's favor is Kathy Hochul is from Buffalo. So she will probably, they are familiar with her, hometown candidate. They will uh, probably vote for her. The issue is what happens in the suburbs, what happens in the Westchesters of the world. But with that ad that Zeldin has, I am telling you that the tide is turning. It is turning in 
Zeldin's favor. Let's go to Sydney in Brooklyn. Good morning, Sydney. What's on your mind? I don't know why you're trying to give uh, Hoko advice. I would rather you keep quiet and don't tell her any advice and uh, let her just uh, get out of office. Hey, hey, we, need law and, we need law and order, like you just said, and we need to get this state a little straightened out, even if the mayor is still going to be Adams. So don't give Hochul any advice. Don't tell her anything. <laughs> hey, Sydney, uh, it, it, you do realize it's my job to assess the situation. And, and candidly speaking, unlike those that pontificate, I am very good at doing exactly that, at, at assessing the situation. But I do thank you for your call. Sydney in Brooklyn does not want me to give Hoku advice. So I guess it's okay if I give uh, Lee Zeldin some advice, but don't say anything that will benefit Governor Hoku. Jennifer in Boston, good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. It's always a pleasure. Um, I just wanted to comment regarding the whole illegal immigrants. I don't know when we've taken to calling illegal immigrants migrants, but um, a couple of things. I noticed that everyone says, oh, how desperate they are, what horrible situations they're coming from. Is anyone aware of the multi-thousands of dollars that these people are paying the cartel to get smuggled into this country? You can't do it. You, you know they have, uh, what do you call it, uh, bracelets on their wrists. You familiar with this? Have you seen them all cut off and all over the ground and some of them still wearing them? Um, I, to, to be honest with you, Jennifer, I don't pay that close attention to it. Okay, it doesn't well, interest me that much to notice well, it reason, that much. But go ahead. The reason I'm saying it is I don't have an extra three, seven, three to $7,000 laying around. You know what I mean? Oh, oh so, I, I don't know who does. Well, they do, because that's what they're paying to come in. And if anyone doesn't believe me, look it up. I mean, this is what the cartels are charging to get you into the country. Okay, but, and, but, but Jennifer, and I'm being sarcastic here, it's a win-win for the migrants because you scramble and and um, and, and do whatever you got to do to come up with the 37000 but you'll make that back in terms of your investment, your first year in benefits in being well, here uh, in America. Well, but, yeah, that's my point. I'm just saying, but we're told how hard off they are and how they're they're fleeing this and they're fleeing that. They just really want to come to the land of milk and honey. And, you know, there was over well over a billion people that would like to come to the land of milk and honey. And pretty soon we're going to have everybody riding in the cart, no one willing to push the cart. Of course. Now, and if one last thing. I noticed, I thought, did you feel like the comment that the uh, documentary filmmaker Ken Burns made today? Uh, I'm not. I'm. Not, I. I know he's a prominent player. I don't know what he said today on CNN. He he compared the the treatment of these human beings to what we witnessed during the Holocaust. Really ridiculous. He, and and I guess he he has the luxury of doing that uh, because he's not the, he's so well off financially where it's not hurting his bottom line to keep funding uh, these migrants. But to make yeah, that type of comparison is ridiculous and outrageous. Yeah, and, yeah, and the very last thing, Dominic, is I, I find it rich that neither this man nor anyone else seems to think that the same thing is happening when Biden and his crew are just taking not just 50 at a time or a couple hundred, but eight, there are 8,000 at least pouring in a day. 
they're taking them and dispersing them all over the country. As you know, Westchester Airport, for example, in the middle of the night, they're not giving anyone a heads up. They're not letting anyone know. But all of a sudden, the world stopped spinning today because 50 people turned up on the vineyard and a couple hundred in front of Harris's, um, you know, manse there. Are you serious? We're, it's, once again, the, the feigned collective outrage from, from the usual characters, the usual list of players, you know, the race faders, uh, I mean, you know, the advocacy groups, you know. It, it's I, so- I hear you, Jennifer. I do have to move on because I, I have a lot of calls, but I appreciate your call as always. I say send more uh, to Martha's Vineyard, right? If you're not familiar with Martha Martha's Vineyard, that's where... For the most part, that's where all the black money is. That's where powerful African-Americans uh, have second homes. And, and also you have large white communities there. But Martha's Vineyard is where the elite of the black community uh, go to vacation, from the Obamas to Spike Lee on down. And, you know, you, you have this bleeding heart for migrants. Well, you take them in. I got a better idea. Why don't you put them in your summer home? Let them let them let them stay in your summer home, Mr. Obama, and and Spike Lee. Yes, Spike, you you put me in your movie before, but but okay, now I'm being honest, you know. So I I, I like you for that, but Spike, what you know, rather than going to a Nick game one night, why don't you donate that money and let them live in your house in Martha's Vineyard? Let's go to Bayina in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. It's, it's Baina Patrice. I, I've been working about 16 hours today, so I'm just going to say that I agree with you about uh, giving advice, you know, with all due respect to the governor, uh, because um, things are not the same as they were even months ago. Exactly. And, uh, and Zeldin, the uh, re- Republicans have um, some new people behind them, some new Republicans. Uh, as such, yes. I, I didn't. I didn't know that uh, the governor was from Buffalo, but yes. nevertheless, she needs. Uh, she, she she needs. Um, she's she's very strong, and we have you know female governors throughout the country, but it's the strength of the person, not the gender, and it's uh, what the person can do in terms of uh, p- protecting the uh, the state, the the people of the state. Plus. Well, you know, for lack of a better term, she's trying to do a Cuomo. But up until Mm -hmm. the sexual harassment, if we're being Mm -hmm. honest about this, up Uh until that point, Cuomo was a beast in terms of raising money and getting reelected. And everyone Mm -hmm. in the political establishment absolutely Mm -hmm. feared Andrew Cuomo. Mm -hmm. And so that's why when he fell, it was so hard because it was finally mm-hmm. payback time. Governor right, Hoku right. is is making a big mistake. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know who's advising her, but uh-huh. it, but it's not it's not working. Sure, Dominic. I started to uh, run for. I was interested in being a congresswoman years ago, back in 1984, 1984 uh, as such. But uh, I agree with you, Dominic, and you have a great show, and, and have a you. good night. Thank you, and you do okay. the same. My my only thing to anyone that's interested in running for office is I, I say, and, and, and th- this is real advice, 
Are you willing to spend three hours a day in a room, a closed-off room, doing nothing except for begging literally for money? And phone call after phone call after phone call. And you can't just do it. You've got to be successful. Because if you don't raise the money, chances are almost a million to one uh, that that you will not, emphasis, will not uh, gain any traction and uh, be able to win, but but it's a great experience. And if you if you want to do it, then then go for it. But understand, you're going to have to raise the money. Ed in the Bronx. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, Dominic. Uh, you know, you had a guy on when you started this talking about how black people will never vote for a Republican. Can I, you know the Bronx, Dominic, right? I was born in Parkchester, okay. grew up in Pelham Bay, and now I live right outside Co-op City on the service road of uh, 95. So I'm a white guy, but I walk around my neighborhood, uh, you know, 233rd, you know, if you want to get good jerk chicken or go into Co-op City. Agree. And I some, talk, some, I, some I great talk to people. Jerk what? chicken. Some great jerk chicken in that area. Exactly. Go ahead. So, so you know you know what I'm saying. Outside I, I know what you're saying. Ed, we don't have to talk over each other. Ed, and okay. calm down. Calm down. Calm down, okay. brother. Great jerk chicken, great jerk food, but I wouldn't be caught dead in your neighborhood. No offense with, with the crime rate. But now please continue with your point. Well, then you don't know my neighborhood. I okay. know your neighborhood very well. Go ahead. I live in my neighborhood. Okay, Ed, You live in Ed, Rockland Ed, County. Ed, Ed, Dominic, Ed, Ed, let's not argue about this. I'm, I'm up against a commercial break. The phone calls are flooded. Please make your point. I have to move on. The point is when I talk to the people in my neighborhood, they're sick and tired of the school system. They're sick and tired of, be, of being Democrat black people and immigrant people that are just used for their votes. And my problem is the political class and people who are smart are discounting that. That's exactly what Michael said to start the show. That's exactly what he's doing. I didn't hear the start of the show, Dominic. Ed, Ed, I'm sorry. I just don't have time for this. Thank you very much. I have too many calls from the Bronx to the Queens to Forest Hills to Manhattan. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Folks, we are at $3,800. The goal was to raise 2000 We, because of you, are at $3,800. We're going to hit the 4000 We are going to hit the 4000 And what I'm talking about, the fact that I'm proudly supporting the Tunnel to Towers 5K Walk Run NYC again this year, which is on Sunday, September 25th. So we still have nine days. So we're going to hit the 4,000. We may hit five, but we still need your help. I'm going to be out there at the event and would really appreciate you donating to my team. It's real simple to support the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Dominic Carter team. Here's how you do it. Go to wabcradio.com slash walk, wabcradio.com slash walk, and click on my photo and donate. To my team, I'm trying to beat the numbers from last year. That's wabcradio.com slash walk. Thank you for your support as together we help America's heroes.
one of the largest walks in New York City for a great cause, wabcradio.com slash walk. And it is time for the 77 WABC clip of the day. The man that's coming up in about 30 minutes, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, Sunday through Thursday, 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Here, Frank reacts to Ukrainian astronomers saying they have UFOs in their skies. Ukrainian astronomers are claiming that the skies over Ukraine are crowded not only with Russian missiles, but a large number of UFOs. Look, the simplest explanation is these are some sort of Russian weapon that moves at speeds that the Ukrainian military did not know the Russians were capable of moving at. But don't you think the Ukrainian military, with its tremendous amount of intelligence aid from the United States, would know of what kind of aircraft the Russian military had? Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And again, I started the show this way. I want to wish my good friend Tammy Tucci, because she's with you in good and bad, I want to wish her a happy birthday. It's coming up soon, and we want to make sure that you enjoy it, Tammy. Thank you for doing all that you do. And so I also want to thank uh, retired NYPD Gary Nadler. He, I just posted on Twitter, Dominic TV. He sent me, um, um, what do you call these things, Matt, that protect your uh, your iPhones? It, what, what is this phone called? Case? A phone case. And on the back it says Dominic number one. So oh, he, go. he, he, got, he got my attention, and I just posted it on Twitter. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics. The mother in L.A. that was forced to pay $9,000 restitution when her daughter clotheslined another player on the basketball court. The migrant situation, you know, sending them to uh, Martha's Vineyard and sending them to the vice president's uh, residence. It's just, it's amazing to me that when it's, when it's the repop, when it's the problem problem of Republican governors um, on the border, all of these sanctuary cities, they, they're talking the good talk. But then when it comes to their backyards, oh, we need the National Guard. We can't do this. This is too hard. It's unfair. No, deal with it. Deal with it. Let's see. Let's go here to LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning. God bless uh, uh, you, uh, Dominic. Same to you. Um, as far as um, two things, as far as uh, um, Governor Hoko, uh, with, uh, with, uh, she's labeling, she, all she's going to do is attach Lee Zeldin uh, uh, um, with uh, Trump and climate change, and, and that's what that's, she's scared. She's, she's running, but, but she can't say anything about the crime of New York and subways and all that. She, oh, it's a name. It's the, it's the city. But, but that's another story. But as far as the mother of, uh, for this particular uh, young lady, if she has, like, a, a history of mental issues, 
or something like that, I could I could see them just giving her nine thousand um, fine. But if she told her daughter to do that, and she got all her faculties and well off, you know, and so forth. Nine thousand dollars ain't good enough to me. She should do some time, not a lot of time, for a wake up call because she should know better. Especially being the wife of a professional basketball player. No way. Well, I I don't know if the basketball player if they're still together. Maybe they are, but but the body language uh, suggests that they are not because the the former player NBA player issued a statement that said I did not raise my daughter that way. So you know, so I LQ, you, you made some good points. I I don't know what the status of the uh, of the marriage is, but. Um, this young lady clearly has problems and should not be on a uh, basketball court. Number one, she's towering over the other young ladies, and um, when 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 the the way that she hit these these other players, it's just why why are you uh, doing this? Let's go to Julio in Manhattan. Good morning. What's on your mind this morning? Hello, Mr. Carter. Good morning. Um, I just want to know a question. Is it true that for every 30,000 people you have in your state, you can get one representative? So if Texas has 5 million immigrants, they become citizens. That's another 166 it, um, representatives. It, it's a, it's a great question. To be honest with you, I do not know the answer off the top of my head, and I will not. I will not give an answer when I don't know for sure. So I will look Fair into enough. it and get back to you on Monday and mention it on the radio. I, that sounds familiar, but but I just don't want to go there when I don't have all right. the uh, facts. Julio, I do thank you for the call, and I hope that you thank have you. A, a lovely weekend. Thank you for calling in. Let's go from Manhattan to Queens. Let's say good morning to to Charles. Good morning, Charles. What's on your mind? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, excellent show as usual. I'm just wondering, I, I didn't see that ad that you're talking about by Lee Zeldin, which you say is very effective. I imagine it is. Do you think that at the end of the ad, I don't know I don't know what Lee Zeldin says, but would it be effective if he would say, God forbid, God forbid, are you next or your child or your mother, father, grandmother? Maybe, maybe. Well, let me let me just say what I what I noticed about the ad. And I wasn't going to make this point, but but I will do so now. So uh, everyone in the video committing crimes are African-American. That's all you see. You see you see black people shooting at each other. You see black people hitting each other. But what I'm what I'm so happy about the ad is that they they were clearly aware of this fact, and it ends on what appears to be a white burglar walking into the camera. So so Charles, they they were aware, I believe, and I I'm only I haven't talked to anybody in the campaign. They were aware of the um, of the racial component because it, it's a commercial. It's very brutal. It's very graphic. And all you see in the ad is one black person after another literally shooting at each other inches away. You see black men punching each other. 
but then it it it, it ends on on either a white or a Latino. But I think he's white, a, a man. And I they they say that all the incidents were real, but I don't even know if that was staged, you know. But but still, that's what I noticed about the ad. But I also like your drop line; it's good. Thank you for the call, Charles, and have a uh, great morning. Let's go to Jack in White Plains. Good morning, Jack. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, our Westchester County executive got elected, uh, George Latimer, a few years ago, and he was for us being a sanctuary county. And one of the first things he did the first day was sign a proclamation. I think he should send an invitation down to Governor Abbott to please send a busload up to White Plains and give us those people to go into the county center, which is empty right now because they were going to use it for COVID, but they never did. And then they could send another busload up to Scarsdale Edgemont, where they have a giant office building at the corner of Ardsley Road and Central Avenue. Okay, but wait, Jack, are, are you being sar- sarcastic? I mean, why no. would anybody want that? Because he said we're, words and elections have ramifications. And our county executive said we're a sanctuary city and made a big deal out of it. And a word gets back down over the border, and these people come up because they hear that our officials want to give them sanctuary. Well, put your money where your mouth is. But, Jack, but that would be political suicide. Why would anybody in their right mind do something like that? That's political. But, Jack, but come on, Jack, we got to be real. Jack, all right, thank you for the call, Jack. Thank you for the call. We have to be realistic. What politician in there, I get the point, Jack, but what politician in their right mind, especially a place like Westchester County, is going to say, oh, Okay, the county center is not being used right now. Put some migrants in there. Oh, we're going to bring some migrants and we're going to house them in Scarsdale? Are you kidding me? That will be the last time that he's ever elected. But but I but I get you. I understand your point. Let's see what Stan in Forest Hills has to say this morning. Good morning, Stan. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, two things. One, Frank Romano, if you're listening, you got six hours of broadcast time. Give up the first 30 minutes to Dominic Carter and no, uh, give him 90 minutes. No, 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 no. Yes, no. Stan, yes, yes. Stan, 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 I, I appreciate the love, but let, let, let me just say this. 90 minutes is nothing. Okay. He has five okay. hours. He can give up 30. That's okay. all I'm asking. Let, 30. Let, hey, all right, let, let me get to the main point. Yeah. Okay. But wait, 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 Stan. I'm going to let you get to your point, but, but I have to respond to that. One of the nicest guys in the world, literally, happens to be Frank Morano. And sometimes, the few times that he may act a little tough, I think that's theater for radio because that's how nice this guy is. All right? And and he's the last one, and so so is Rita. The bottom line is this, and I, I appreciate all the emails about me having more airtime and so on. When the Katsimatidis family feels the time is right, then they will put me in a slot when I where I have more airtime. But it's it, it would never in my in my estimation be a slot where I'm eating into the time of Frank Morano. That is my friend, or from from uh, Rita Cosby because they they're both great great people. Now your other point, Stan, I'm up against a hard time out anyway, here. Anyway, go he's got go six hours he can give so, up. So you're, anyway, st- you're still going to go. Is, he, he has four hours. Four I hours. Got six. Five is no, six. No, no. 
that that's old. That's old. It's right, now, it's right, now the right, morning right. news at five. Right, here's five the other six. thing. Go ahead. I think that congestion pricing is the knife in the side of Kathy Hochul. I can't stand it. I know you. It is the. It is a disease that will knock her off. I'm a Democrat. I want to vote for her. I thought she changed her mind. She's still got time. If she doesn't change her mind on that, besides everything else that's happening, she can win. If she doesn't, death will do her in. It's in the pockets of all of us. We, you know, we've got crime. Okay, we can deal with it. We got that. But when you start going into the pockets, we already got to play. This is the worst. You got to get rid of it and say it before the election. If she doesn't, she's chopped liver. It's over. And I'm a Democrat. You know me. I'm liberal. She's gone. I hate this congestion pricing. It has to go. Hey, Stan, as what? you're speaking, the, the anti-Stan calls are lining up. <laughs> but, but, Stan, I, I do have to step in because I, right, I, I've got to take a break. But thank take you very care. much, Stan. Thank you, and have a great morning. Folks, I want to say to you that before we take this break, uh, to you, our loyal listeners, you asked for it, and you got it today. Saturday and Sunday, the Staten Island Ferry Hawks and 77 WABC are recognizing our fans and loyal listeners with 77 WABC weekend. Tonight, the Ferry Hawks game against the Long Island Ducks is a free T-shirt Friday. Then tomorrow on Saturday, kids get to run the bases and following the game is a fireworks show. And on Sunday, get team autographs and kids can run the bases following the game. Go to WABCRadio.com slash FerryHawks, WABCRadio.com slash FerryHawks, and get a family four-pack of tickets for free to either tonight's game Saturday night's game or Sunday night's Ferry Hawks game. Go to WABCRadio.com slash Ferry Hawks right now and come celebrate 77 WABC weekend for free with the Staten Island Ferry Hawks and 77 WABC this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. More of your telephone calls when we come back. WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno He's your numero uno. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Migrants dropped off at the vice president's doorsteps despite her secure border claim. And one of the migrants said, and I am quoting, we come in Free, no problem. Dozens of migrants dropped off the D.C. doorsteps of the border czar, if you will, and Vice President Kamala Harris. And they, if you will, are schooling the Vice President on the alleged secure border. 
uh, in in a uh, interview, a um, a television interview just a few days ago, the vice president said, "We have a secure border." Right, but one of the uh, migrants that came in Thursday, and I'm quoting again, "It is open, not closed." The border is open, insisted a man among the roughly 100 migrants dropped off by two buses from Texas. His quote goes on. Everybody believes that the border is open, he said. It is open because we enter. We come in free. No problem. We came illegally, not legally. Alyssa. In Manhattan. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. It's always a pleasure. I wanted to make two quick points. The first one is regarding the lady um, who had to pay the $9,000 for giving her daughter that very bad advice. Um, If I were a reporter, I said this immediately uh, to my husband when I heard you talking about this. If I were a reporter, where I would get my story is I would find out where her parents live. And show up at their house, meaning the girl's grandparents, and ask them, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about violence within the sports venue? And, you know, was your daughter raised that way? And, you know. Yeah. You know, Alyssa, uh, I was was trying not to uh, go there because in society we we tend. well, Well, no, no. What I was going to say in society we tend to always blame the mom, but the mom is, you know, not always at fault. The dad can be at fault. But but in this situation, clearly, clearly something is wrong with the mother. To hear her, your daughter missed the jump shot. She's almost double the size of this little girl that she's hitting. Never mind the fact that this is not going to help race relations. Notice I stayed away from the races of the two girls. Mm-hmm. The girl doing the hitting happened to be African-American, a large-sized African-American teenager. The girl that was hit happened to be a small, petite, white girl. And I would think that parents would say, we're not going to contribute. I'm going to be honest, Alyssa. We're not going to contribute to African-Americans being seen in in a bad light. So on this basketball court, you're going to carry yourself the way your father did as an NBA player. No, that's not what happened. You hear the mother saying, hit her. But being raised, I would hope that possibly the grandparents being raised at a different time um, in history, that perhaps, you know, sometimes parents will turn around when their children exhibit bad behavior and say, you know what, this isn't how we raise them. And this is not what we believe in. And, you know, it it doesn't even matter what color it is, you know, what color they are. Good point. Good point. But if I could just quickly, I'll do this very quick. I have a second point to make. (laughs) I understand. Okay. Um, I came across this uh, snippet in the newspaper, which says a document was obtained that the Biden administration plans to give identification cards to illegal immigrants. It's part of a pilot program called the Secure Docket Card, and it will give illegal aliens a card with a photograph, counterfeit-resistant security features, and a quick response QR code. How much further do you think the leap is where they're going to be using these ID cards to vote, and what do you think that's going to do for the 2024 election? 
I I don't think they're going to be used to vote, or at least not that fast. But why don't you just, just give them a full Medicaid card, a full food stamp card? I mean, while you're at it, you know, let's just let's just go and give them a full Section Eight voucher. I I know that Alyssa, there are people online and they have to wait, but hey. The, the migrants are our top priority. So you might as well, if you're going to give them an ID card, you might as well give them full, how much, how much, uh, what, $1,000 a month in food stamps and, um, you know, and, and Similac for the babies. And, and how about, how about a few more book, book packs, you know, for the kids to go to school? And I wonder if they'd be willing to give Americans, like, to pay their plane fare to go elsewhere. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe like backwards, you know, like maybe, yeah, you know, no. we, we can go to another country and, no, and you know, where they're no. not welcoming the immigrants as much. No, you know? no, that, that's never going to happen. Alyssa, I always appreciate the call. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, Dominic. Let's stay in Manhattan. Let's say good morning to Kevin. Good morning, Kevin. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, that ad was so powerful that you mentioned. I just watched it two times. And the next one has got to be this, okay? He's got to play on the guilt of the liberal women who need to not just vote for the woman but vote to stop the crime. He needs to have Hochul in a white suit, top hat and cane, singing zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. Dancing over the dead uh, victims who are not white. And that would really be – but don't laugh. It's a powerful thing because the crime is not in white neighborhoods. And what we need to have happen is white women need to not vote for a woman. They need to vote to stop the crime. Now, we have very good callers here tonight. We hear these great women. But we need to, the younger uh, Generation X women to not just vote for the woman. They need to do – like when we voted for Giuliani, I was in the Democratic Party in Hell's Kitchen with Jim McManus when Jim McManus supported Giuliani. You remember that? Yes. And, and Jim's own sister, Eleanor, didn't forgive him. She said, how dare you support a Republican? And he said, we have to, honey. We have to save the city. So that's what we have to do. We have to vote for a Republican. And I'm just hoping we can. But that zippity doo would be very powerful, Dominic. I'm telling you. <laughs> mm. Well, Kevin, I, I, I appreciate well, your call. Thank wonderful you. Wonderful feeling <laughs> coming my way. Thank you very much for the call. Let's go to Marianne in Queens. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, go right ahead, please. I agree with you. No, with Steve. <laughs> when he say that blacks will vote Democrat no matter what. You know why I believe so? Because this is the first time in history that 2.5 million uh Illegal aliens have been shipped in by the Democrat Party. And I believe that we have seen not only blacks, Spanish that have been here from so many uh, generations ago are being substituted by these new people. And also, the Democrat Party say that they love us, but we have the uh, abortion laws that is killing more blacks and Spanish unborn babies. If they love us so much, why they are killing us before we are born, and why they are killing us with overdose from those drugs coming from the south border? We gotta start thinking and see who really loves us. Who are the ones that are against abortion? They don't want us to be killed. It's the Republicans. 
No, I I I I hear I, I I hear you, Marianne. But you know, just, just I just don't, I don't have the time right now. But I thank you for the call to engage in an abortion uh, discussion uh, because I only have <laughs> two two and a half minutes uh, left here. Let Let's see what Jerry in the Bronx has to say. Good morning, Jerry. What's on your mind? My call was with aliens, migrant aliens. Okay, well, we're, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not dealing with um with aliens right now. Uh, that's a topic that normally falls uh, uh, to uh, <laughs> to uh, to Frank's show. Let's go to Michael in Manhattan. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hey, Dominic, I'm a real smart guy. Um, a bunch of us every time we hear you say and. Wait, wait, Mike, Michael, your call is going in and out. What's wrong with your phone line? It's T-Crapmobile, that's why. Ah, okay. Uh, well, then make your point quick because it's going in and out. Go ahead. Okay. Every time we hear that, and we're going to be taking a call from Forest Hills, we know it's the stand guy. Why does he have to be on almost every single night does he pay for this michael of course michael 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 you you may find him annoying i thank you for the call but i i unless someone says something that's racially insensitive or crosses the line i take everyone's call that's the bottom line I'm joined now by Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. Hello, Good Dominic. morning to you, I sir. I will try not to say anything racially insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> we only got 30 seconds left. What do you have coming uh, up this morning? Ask Frank anything. Next hour, I'm taking on all questions on any subject. We're going to give a prize to whoever has the most creative questions. Uh, Sven Gooley, the horror host, is going to be here. And then a psychic medium by the name of Joyce Keller will do denunciations, and we're going to have some fun as well. So you have a great show coming up. We don't have to be nice to Kenneth anymore. It's no longer his birthday. <laughs> I want you, Frank, to have a lovely weekend. You too, my friend. It's my Friday. I'll be back on Monday. Kenneth, enjoy your birthday. Be careful with those drinks. I, I want to thank all of you guys and uh, Matt and, and have a great weekend. And, folks, I'll see you on Monday here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.